Facts of Sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hey, guys. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 209. How are we? Feel good. T's high? T's high. <clears throat> Man, speaking of vernal equinox, okay. that thing came with a quickness. What's that mean? It's like 56 degrees and rainy today. It turned nasty. Yeah, right. it was. I looked at the forecast today, and it, from like 8 a.m. on, it was like 55 degrees and 100% chance of rain like yeah. the entire day. We got three and a half inches of rain up here. Wow. We're flood stage. We're, we're flood stage, guys. It's going to crest at 12.4 feet on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, it's been raining all day. Mm-hmm. Did it finally stop? Start sandbagging it? Mm. No, we got a new levee. We don't need no stinking sandbags. <laughs> <laughs> I think next week I was supposed to get up to like 90 again. In the 80s, I saw. Yeah. What do they call that? What's is the that, difference? It, What's is the that difference? an Indian summer? When it gets like in the fall when you have like 10 days over 80 or something, I think they call that an Indian summer. I don't know, but what's the difference between 85 and 90? Besides five, five degrees. degrees. Don't, be a, don't be a smart ass. Well, you asked. You're a numbers <laughs> guy, right? I'm a numbers guy. Yeah. It's, but to me, like, I know some may argue that it's not the it's same. It's all humidity. Right. That's what I think it is. Well, some may argue that it's not the same, but I think like below 20, like what's the difference between 20 degrees and 15 degrees? Like really nothing. Wind speed. Right. But those aren't temperature. Wind no. speed is not a, that's a, that's a feels like, right? Yeah. What's my AccuWeather forecast? Not a sponsor. Right? So it's weather a little bug. different. What's <laughs> my weather bug? Yeah, exactly. Rowdy, how are you, man? Well, fine. I apologize. I've got at least one cricket in the basement. So Mm. you're probably going to be hearing that through the whole episode, I'm assuming. I hear a cricket right now. Do you? Well, that's... Although I have one in my garage, so uh, it might just be the cricket Could be you. I don't don't know. But yeah, it's... uh... Well, speaking of bugs, this is the perfect segue. Nobody asked, but here we go. Do you guys want to hear a bug story? Sure, yeah. Okay. I think it's I think it's a bug's life. No, this is just a story. It's not the whole oh. life. Although okay. it could have been, depending on how we handled this bug. So, as you may know, um, well, you guys do know. Listener, as you may know, it was my um, son's first birthday on Friday last week. So we had a party for my family over here on Sunday. So my parents came down from beautiful Anderson, Indiana. Boom. And they were outside eating lunch, and there was a bug outside. And this thing was, like, probably about inch and a half, two inches long, at least. And it was wide. It was, uh, it had, like, spikes on its back. Oh, no, 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 no. no, Oh, oh, no. Hold on. (laughs) If you're already reacting like that, you're going to love where that, you are going to love where this story goes. Those things, ooh. So you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. So Wally, my middle son, three years old, spots it. My dad's out there. So it's pretty chill. It's a pretty chill bug. And it's got a bug just like it on there. So they were like, I think they're copulating. This is what my dad said to me. Your dad said copulating? My dad, my 70-year-old father, (laughs) my hilljack father (laughs) said copulating. I think it was because my toddler was around. Like all the syllables in the copulating? Like yeah, you hit them no. all. Copulating. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's pretty like low-key chill bug. So, mm-hmm. it like, he, my, my middle son, my, my three-year-old wanted to see it, so he picks it up. Uh, and it's like crawling up him just really slowly. The, the, and remember, these are two. So there's two on there because one is on the back of the other. And he's just like, oh, check it out. Now, now my, this, my dad, like, growing up, he used to, like, catch bees. There would be bees around, and he would just, like, you know, slowly cup his hands around them. And then he would, like, open his hand, and there'd 
be a bee there and it would walk around his hand and it would like you know we could like examine the bee it's like a bee whisperer he's a well, I mean just generally bugs I think yeah yeah um, this ain't no bee though no it's not it's not <laughs> <laughs> so he's looking at it checking it out it was like it was really fun though and he's like oh it's a really like it's, it's just a really calm he kept saying like it's a really calm bug it's a really subdued bug and I took a picture of it, and we brought it inside, and we started telling my wife and my mom about it. And so I looked up what it was. It's a wheel bug. If it sure is. It's and the, the largest. bites are like gunshots. Right. So it's the largest of the assassin bugs, right? Yep. Which is all yep. I read at that point. But he had put it down on our steps in the backyard. And throughout the day, we kept seeing it. And there was the two bugs together. Throughout the day, we just kept seeing it. We kept oh, you about it was, to have a whole family it, next year. It was crawling on the house. It was crawling down the, 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 um, around the windows and everything. And so at the end of the day, at the end of the party, it's around 7 o'clock, uh, he's got it. He picks it back up. This is mm. the third time he's picked it, maybe fourth time he's picked it up during the day. And we knew what it was. We knew that it was a wheel bug. That's yeah. what it was called. But Ugh. somebody, probably my older brother, said, jokingly said, ha, 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 you're going to find out it's one of those bugs that, like, it's only poisonous when you touch it. And I was like, you know, I should read the rest of this. <laughs> I should read the re rest of this Wikipedia. So, wait, the, the name Assassin The Assassin family didn't tip him off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't read that to him. So I was like, oh, it's a wheel bug. Like, that's all I thought about it. it but it said it was the, lar the, it was the largest of the assassin bugs or the la a large assassin bug. Mm -hmm. So I start, at this point, like, it's crawling. He's picked it up for the fourth time, and it's crawling up his arm. And, it, you know, around his, it's around his bicep. And I start laughing. And they're like, what? And I said, let me read this to you. And so I'll read it to you what I read to him. I said the species is, this is from Wikipedia, the species is generally indifferent concerning the presence of an interruption of humans. Although evidence suggests that wheel bugs can seemingly be domesticated in controlled environments, if provoked or mishandled, they may attack in an act of defense. Their bite is generally considered to be of greater severity in terms of the level and duration of pain than the sting of a common insect, such as a wasp. The resulting wound is documented to be extremely painful, lasting and lingering, accompanied by numbness, which can be persistent for days. Yep. <laughs> and he's got this thing crawling up his arm and heading to his neck. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, it goes man. on from there. So so he's That'd have like, made for a bad weekend. At that minute, you could see how tense he's gotten. Like he's he's like he now all of a sudden this like cute well not cute but like big bug and that he thought was neat and Wally thought was like my three year old thought was amazing. It was like crawling now he's like got his arm and he's kinda like got his shoulder up and it's crawling up his arm. So I go oh, man. I was like, You gotta get that off of you. So I went to flick it and I I flicked one off. Right, I flicked the one that was on the back off, oh, but the no. other one just starts charging up his arm. <laughs> oh man! Heading right for his neck, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there flicking, like trying to get to it, trying to get to it before it gets to skin, and I finally just flick it, <laughs> flick it off. It hits the house. My dad's trying to play it so cool. <laughs> I was just, I was laughing. My brothers were rolling. Everybody thought it was hilarious. Like he had been picking this thing up for like four or five hours every Dude. every hour or so. He's picking up this bug, thinking like, "Oh, isn't this neat?" And it's got a deft touch. Yeah, and then I'm reading it, and it's, uh, it goes on to say discomfort may persist for two weeks and up to six months in some cases. From there. Oh bite. yeah, these things are nightmares, too. Yeah. I have them in my wildflowers at the shop sometimes. I see them. Yeah, they look yeah. like a horror show. Yeah, with the spikes on them. With and the spikes yeah. on their backs, yeah. They are freaky, but yeah. I've heard them describe, their bite described as a gunshot wound. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like well, they oh, look yeah. they look pretty terrifying, but he was oh, like, they look like a dinosaur. Well, but and they're was... they're related to those kissing bugs that give you the yes. uh, Chagas so, disease. So that's how I found it because what I was the like, hell they, was that? But kissing bug like the kissing bugs are way way smaller, way smaller and flatter. These are like these stand up and especially and they're those gray, like, aren't they? Five or six spikes on their back, like they're they're quite a bit bigger. But man. Crack me bug. Because we saw them and they were like, oh, that's kind of neat. Like, it's pretty big. It's a pretty big bug. And they it are. was really, it like did not care that we were there. It wasn't running away. We kind of, <coughs> like, touched it with a stick and it didn't matter. So that's when my, my dad was like, well, I'll pick it up. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. It just cracked me up. Like, he didn't do any. It's a very country thing to do. He's like, oh, it's a big bug. It's pretty cool. Let me just pick it up. So that's my bug oh, story for the week. Wally and the wheel bug. Wally and the wheel bug. That's right. You should write a story about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, got a, I've got a bug story. Uh, some folks we know, they have a son who's uh, like three years old, um, and he's at daycare, and... So his parents come to pick him up at the end of the day and like his teachers are like really like freaked out, like just kind of like ner- they can tell they're like nervous to, to talk to them. It's like, OK, something something happened today. And they're like, Joel ate a bug. And they're like, OK, oh, OK. Like based on how concerned they, they are, they're just like, oh, my gosh, like what? Was this a huge bug? Was it like a scary bug? Like, what did he eat? So they were like, "Yeah, what? Like, what? What was it?" And they were like, I, "Like maybe an ant or something." And they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess you know that happens." And they were like, "Well, you know, we were just really worried because we know that um, your family uh, has a vegan diet." <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So they weren't. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't the fact that he ate the bug. It was oh that they God. thought that they had like ruined his dietary uh, restrictions. Oh <laughs> so they were just like, "Yeah, no, I'm that's, so sorry. That's okay." But I guess that's how you know you have a good daycare if they're if you know they're that or concerned ne- or about something like that. Daycare. Well, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that wasn't this. This was my dad getting. What would you say? Shocked? I don't even know. It's bitten. I guess they have like a big. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you look at their yeah, look at their face and yeah, it's just like a spike for a mouth that just yeah, they're they're nasty looking. Yeah. I'll ask my. I can ask my cricket about them if you want some more. Yeah. Get some inside info on the wheel bug. Oh, those things are those things are gnarly. Yeah. Well. My dad was, you know, trying to domesticate two of them. So anyway, this is a sports podcast, guys. Reminder to self, this is a sports podcast. It's like 12 minutes of bugs. (laughs) It was 12 minutes of bugs. But nobody died, so hey, bonus. That's good. Yeah, we didn't get all the way to Wyoming. Um, So welcome. Yeah, I'm glad Wally, three days after his birthday, isn't still screaming in pain. (laughs) Yeah. No, he just or thought they were super the cool. birthday party. Yeah. I think he was petting. I think at one point he was touching them too. So I'm like, well, whatever. Well, and I'm wondering too what because I I just I well maybe this is just about assassin bugs in general. But on animals.net under slash assassin bug uh, under the domestication heading it says assassin bugs have not been domesticated in any way. Hmm. Well, does the said... assassin bug make a good pet? Because they deliver a painful bite and some species can transmit a potentially fatal disease, these creatures do not make good pets. That's helpful information. That's why we have the internet. They're just tolerant. Right. They're not domesticatable. They can seemingly be domesticated. Yeah. Mm. They're just super chill. That's like me. You can seemingly domesticate me. (laughs) But ultimately, you are But you know what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're pissing in the wind, buddy. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's right. (laughs) This, uh, a ring can't hold this man down. A ring ain't nope. a chain. Nope. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying that. 
That's not where I was going with that. Let's make it clear. That's not what he said. Let me be very clear. In some ways, (laughs) (laughs) Sam partially domesticated. Don't send any fan mail. Rowdy's taken. Just chill out. (laughs) Relax, relax. (laughs) Well, welcome everybody. Let's get the hey. Let's get this ball rolling. This sports podcast. Oh, ball. Is that what you said? Ball. Get the ball because it's sports. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, definitely. Ball with the ball. Uh, go ahead and hit that like, hit that subscribe. Uh, we talk about bugs every week. We talk about the weather every week. This is this is what you come here for. Hey, Rowdy, how about hey, some sports? How about it? Hey, uh, I thought you know we could kick this episode off with three quick hits of Peyton Manning news. Okay. Uh, famous uh, Peyton Manning, famously number three for the Colts. Um, what? <laughs> Number three. Guys, I was just going to breeze past that because it sounds real. It Number sounds like a new sports six. He was an equation. Yeah, he was 18. 18? Well, I don't have 18 stories, so he's number three. Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So first up, uh, today, well, today, Wednesday, not today, the day Wait, the episode hold comes on. out. Thursday, what? Hold on. Let's get numerological on this. You have, he was 18. But eighteen divided by three is six, and you have three stories. That makes six, six, six. Oh, about, uh, yeah. here we yeah. go. Okay. Well, let's start with the devil's favorite drink, uh, whiskey. There uh, we today, go. Here we go. Today, Wednesday, the day we're recording, not the day that it comes out, is the the launch date in Indiana of Peyton Manning's bourbon brand. Well, I guess it's 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 not bourbon. It's it's Tennessee whiskey. Mm. Um, well, no, I guess the label says Tennessee, Tennessee bourbon whiskey. Bourbon, I guess yeah. they can say that now. I didn't think what? they used to That's be able to say right. that. But you can't. It's eighty-four percent corn and eight percent rye and eight percent barley. That is not a bur- does, well because it's eighty-four percent corn does not a bourbon make. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a blend. It's a blend. It says it's a blend of three Tennessee bourbons. So I, is, I don't know. But the the master the master blender is uh, from Kentucky, so I guess you know she knows she knows what she's uh, she knows what she's doing. So, um, but anyway, this is this is a a, a whiskey brand that uh, Peyton Manning as well as. Um, uh, Andy Roddick and oh, a couple okay. other folks are involved with. What's this called? It is called Sweeten's Cove. So Sweeten's Cove is a uh, nine-course, nine-hole golf course in uh, in Tennessee, mm. and it's a uh, it's only nine holes. There's no clubhouse. There's just basically like a shed for the clubhouse. There's no plumbing, and on the first tee, golfers take a shot of whiskey. Uh, before they hit their first shot. So it's just kind of this really laid-back, casual place that Peyton Manning uh, loves to, to go to. And huh. so they decided, hey, let's, let's you know, let's not only... Let's make some money. <laughs> so so he actually, he actually right. is a... Uh, he, he is involved with um, the, the golf course itself, but then when they named the... Uh, uh, like he, he was one of the investors along with Andy Roddick to, to buy this golf course and then they were like you know what we need to do we need a uh, we need a whiskey to go along with this so that's typically he, what I do with my friends I'm yeah. like, you know what we should do buy a golf course you know what we should do we should distill whiskey yeah I mean, I'm this like, is the like the only thing missing from this golf course we just purchased <laughs> is the whiskey which we will then distill. And I mean, and, I mean, and a toilet. Typical. Uh, uh, but, Typical yeah. Midwestern problems here. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, one of the one of these days, that's the kind of stuff we'll be doing. I'm sure. Like yeah. we we just. Reed I'm just gonna ball. keep. Yeah. Oh, we're just the Powerball. Guys, just keep. We gotta keep pulling on these bootstraps, and we're gonna. We'll get right. there. Lace them uh, up. Get them tight. Yeah. Um, but here's the here's the kind of fun thing. So it's it's already launched in a few states, but uh, today is the day that that it launches in Indiana. So in anticipation for this, uh, Peyton Manning has actually been calling liquor stores around the Indy area. A little cold call. And just mm-hmm. yeah, just calling and saying, hey, 
Uh, this is this is Peyton Manning, and yeah, I like. Will you carry this? Will you carry this whiskey? So he's uh, he he's cold calling. I'm it sure, like, a- like quite a few of them have uh, have some uh, are assuming they're being pranked, but. Um, but yeah, well, don't I mean, you have to deal with like excise and distributors and everything? You can't just sell whatever you want when it comes to booze. I mean, yeah, if you're Peyton Manning, yeah. But doesn't this feel like not to get too cynical? But doesn't this feel like a Peyton Manning's Children's Hospital long play? Oh, like he's gonna open up a uh, dialysis or a uh, cirrhosis center or something? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, or just generally, if we. If we keep parents boozed up, then the likelihood that the bed well, will be full of the children's hospital. Here's here's is the thing. This 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 whiskey is it's uh, dark, but I like it. <laughs> I thought you might. I mean, you were my audience. If I'm being yeah. honest, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's a uh, it's a it's a two hundred dollar a bottle. What? What? Yeah, isn't it? Oh, okay. So yeah, and it ain't even from Kentucky. I'm out. Yeah. I mean, it's not even bourbon. No. Is it I would, bourbon? I would, I would try it. Apparently, it can be bourbon. Apparently, you know what? Apparently, anything can. I'm having a Modelo bourbon right there now. Are, yeah, there are um, no rules anymore. So, I thought a bourbon had to be fifty-fifty, or is it just? Is it has to be majority corn? Man, we're 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 entering a global uh, climate crisis. We're in yeah. the middle of Sir, we a have entered uh, we have of a pandemic threshold. Yeah, so we're we're like. We we this this is a new world. Just live the way you want to live. Left off the like, word order. Yeah, this well, <laughs> I can only hope. Okay, so this says it has to be produced in the U.S. I thought it was Bourbon County or something. The federal standards for distilled spirits: it has to be produced in the U.S. made of the mixture greater than fifty-one percent corn, aged in new charred oak containers, distilled no more than one hundred sixty proof. Then the rest is boring. So it sounds like this could technically be bourbon. What does bottled and bond mean? Mm. Oh, it's at least aged four years. Okay. But this is a mixed mixed bourbon? This is a blend? A blended bourbon? Is it three different bourbons, Rowdy? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, so that's probably how, how they're getting off. They're they're getting off the jump because otherwise well, here, this is a four year I, process to get going. I, I I thought about going and trying to pick up a bottle today, and then when I saw the price, I was like, well, we'll just talk about it on the podcast yeah. and and move on. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've I, I when you were when you were talking about, it, I was like, this sounds like something interesting. I was like, I might get a bottle of that. I might even send a bottle to my brother in law or something. Then you said two hundred dollars, and I'm like, mm, you know what we should do? Nail through my foot. We should cold. We should cold call Peyton Manning. Oh, that's good. And yeah. see if Maybe he wants this us to promote first, it on the podcast. Our first sponsorship. Oh, Ooh, there you go. Could be uh, mm-hmm. Sweden Sweetens Cove. First of all, Sweetens I'm going to say Peyton. That name doesn't work for me, but uh, you know, we will be your sponsor. I, I, I like the name Peyton and and you know what I like it and I like you so I think you know what let's have another Peyton Manning story all right wait so now hold up one more one more question yeah one more so, question go for it so I want to understand this so there was an 18 hole golf course that was shut down and him and Andy Roddick bought nine holes yeah and a, few, and a few other folks, made it a yeah. nine hole golf course mm-hmm. just okay. 700 yard holes. I, I kind of agree with that. 18, that's a lot. If you want to play 18... Play nine twice. Play nine twice, yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't honestly know why you need more than one... Uh, here, here's, here's, here's my... I don't idea. honestly here's know why you need it, golf. <laughs> here's my idea for yeah. a golf course. Yes. You show up to this golf course, you and your friends have... Any friend. One hole. And one club and one. You hole. could, because people are always, you know, part of the deal. I'm assuming with golf is, you show up to the golf course, you're playing, and then it's like, well, we're going. We've got a bigger group, or we're going slow. We're old, and people are coming up behind us, and like, oh man, this is based on my experience at putt putt. <laughs> um, people are coming up behind you, like, okay, like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. 
and then you gotta let people play through, like all that good stuff. Well, mm-hmm. what you could do is buy an 18-hole golf course. Again, sure. Then start a, start and a bourbon. Then, and then your group goes out to, the, when you sign up to play, mm-hmm. you get one of those 18 holes. Okay? Now okay. here's the deal. It's like, well, wouldn't that get boring? Well, no, because here's what you do. You just put 18 different starting positions around that one hole. So every hit is different. Because if you play a golf course, you're always starting from the same spot, right? You're always trying to hit the ball to the hole from the same starting location. I think a better right, idea would gonna, be to have see what 18 I mean? holes instead of 18 but, starting places, but put 18 I'm, different holes. I'm going to blow your mind here, Rowdy, with one thing is... They actually move where the hole is. Yeah, day to day. What? Yeah. There's a cool, <laughs> super cool machine that cuts the holes and puts the cup in. Ooh, I guess that's why you need the flag. So it's like, hey, the hole's here today. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And also huh. so you can see it from like 400 yards away. Right. This, As if that matters to the... To the normal man. Yeah. But to here's the normal yeah, but here, person. Like, but here's the if thing. I, you think that I see that flag and I'm like, oh, let me play this very differently than I normally would. Well, what, where I'm yeah, well, it's like, what's yeah. the big deal? I'm just going to hit it at the flag. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, well, here, here's... It's here's, full send no matter what, yeah. right? I the, mean, the I... The thing is... They send it. Yeah. They might move the hole, but that hole has to stay on the putting green, right? Yeah. Yes. But greens so are huge. So you still... Some, yeah, greens, greens are like, some greens they don't look yeah. that big on TV but like sure if you but what I'm saying is you you, you can move you can still do that you can still move the hole around uh, but why not just make it I mean shoot you could start a golf course with one hole yeah. just one hole that's and true. then just everyone's starting from different I mean that's kind of like in top one. golf I guess right yeah yeah I don't know. Golf I got some stupid. kinks to work out here in this, uh, but I think there's something to it because. Rowdy, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever walked on a golf course? Uh, one time. <laughs> I was wearing my uh, slam dunk T-shirt. <laughs> okay. Was this when you saw Hulk, Hulk Hogan? No, no that this was on was, the boat. Uh, this was this was Hulk Hogan was on. Hulk, Hulk Hogan was no, on. No, this boat, was yes. when I was in college uh, you know, <laughs> on my summer internship, and I went out with the people I worked with, and they all brought they all wore their like golf clothes, and then I just had my slam dunk shirt and like jeans and <laughs> Chuck you, Taylors. So did you? You were not just walking through, but you actually walked the golf course. Yeah, like a few holes, and then mm-hmm. I was just like, ah, I'm not good. At, I'm not really good at this, and this is a lot of holes. I just. I, I was like, I think I'm gonna be done, guys. Was that the Was that the first time you admitted you weren't good at a sport after trying it for 15 minutes? Yeah, well, you gotta try golf. it. 15 you gotta, minutes yeah, you of gotta golf try trying it, yeah. one hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the driving range, you were great after one shot. You're like, what if this is my secret talent? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm so good at this. And it still could Shattering be. It's clubs. just. Yeah. But okay. I th- yeah. Well, why do you ask that? I just I I had I thought that this story was gonna go, which it pretty, it, it, pretty closely did go to. Yeah, I've never actually been on a golf course. Like you didn't really realize how big a, a green was. So I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean yeah, they're probably, big. Probably never been on a golf course. Yeah, they're big. Mm-hmm. Uh, As but yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, here's another idea. <laughs> That you could have for a golf course. Right. Uh, That's just spitball. Yeah. That's play, just, this is so, the spitball hey, what the hell? C- cut the amount <laughs> in half, and you've got nine. You've got uh, you've got nine hole. Let's say you have a nine hole course. Okay. You play through it. You play through Sweetens those nine Cove. holes. Let's call it well, Sweetens Cove. Yeah. Let's call it uh, Sweden's, like the country, Sweden's yeah. Cove. How about Dirty um, Sweden? Because I don't want to. I, I don't want to infringe on the copyright of our show sponsor, um, but. Uh-huh. Uh, play through your nine holes, mm. and then you reverse it. You go the opposite way, so you have a different starting position. It's like a whole new ball game. Literally, you flip it and reverse it. But you still need yeah. eighteen. In your case, you still need eighteen fairways. Or are you just saying what's you a play the well? Wait, what's a fairway? Oh, 
Okay, what's the next headline? It's we, we're thirty <laughs> minutes in and we're on the first headline. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is just a fun, quick, uh, quick Peyton story. Uh, uh, this, this was quick this, when Rowdy's telling. This was, this was a story uh, Pat McAfee told about going to French Lick, uh, oh, another golf story. Uh, okay, great. Some of the Colts went to French Lick to play golf and and go to the casino. So they rented out a, a private uh, area of the casino <coughs> to play, but it wasn't going well for Pat McAfee, so he went out to the public roulette tables, and he was, you know, going to try his luck. Well, all of a sudden, uh, Peyton Manning comes out from the private section to say hello, and then everyone's just like, oh, my goodness, it's Peyton Manning. And so he just looks at Pat McAfee, and he's like, how about that red 18, Pat? And then gives him like a... a Oh yeah, sheriff like a sheriff. Yeah, finger gun, finger gun. And so then, yeah, and so then everyone is like, oh yeah, look, put it all on, put it all on red eighteen. So everyone puts, uh, everyone puts their their chips on red eighteen, and they spin it, and it hits eighteen. No way. And said Peyton just walked out like this was just a regular thing. Said everybody got paid, and he's like, okay, that's like thirty five to one. So if you put a hundred dollars on there, you got paid out thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a good night in French Lick. Um, of course. W- when isn't? When isn't a good night? I don't know. I always had fun uh, in French Lick. Yeah, and then uh, and then last uh, last story on uh, on Monday Night Football's uh, Manning cast. Uh, Peyton said that when they would superior play, product, uh, by the way, superior <laughs> product. He okay. said whenever they went to New England to play. Um, he always used to talk to his receivers in the shower or like in a far corner because he's like, I know that they've bugged my locker. Oh, for so, sure. For sure. So go back. But, so let's go back to the, uh, to the Pat McAfee thing real mm. quickly. One thing I want to highlight is Pat McAfee decided to go on ESPN on Monday Night Football yeah. on to be interviewed on a product, on a uh, uh, on-air mothership broadcast, like that is gaining a ton of traction. Like people are loving this Manning uh, broadcast in a tank top. That's his uniform, dude. <laughs> he explained it. He said, "When you yeah. got a belly but kind of good arms, just wear a tank top." Tank tank top and shorts <laughs> because his legs are red. Oh, yeah, and they showed the clip of him uh, at uh, West Virginia where he went to college kicking a 75-yard field goal. I didn't. I yeah. had forgotten he was a kicker in college, not a punter. Yeah. Yeah, he he did it something a couple months ago at one of the – I can't remember if it was Park Tudor at one, or Carmel in one of the high schools here where he just – he went out to show people, yeah, yeah, I still got yeah. him. He was, like, hitting 60 yarders. He also got Peyton Manning to admit that Arch Manning is going to uh, West Virginia. <laughs> Peyton oh, was nice. trolling him, yeah. <laughs> so he just walks out. I mean, he's got he's – got, uh, he's got the tank top. He just – Oh, yeah, dude, he doesn't Pat care. Pat McAfee is, like – he's full on. He's got a whole – for the brand, as he says. For the yeah. brand. He's – He's all about I it. watch He's his show himself. a lot. He's got a good show. And he has, at yeah. every Tuesday's Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Yeah. He was on this week. Yeah, that's why. That that's, he's grown a, he's, he's been growing out his hair. Aaron Rodgers said he's been growing out his hair all year for his Halloween costume. Oh, interesting. That's, good. that's a commitment. Yeah. That's a <laughs> real commitment to say, hey, Jan 1, this is what I'm going to be off 31. Yeah. This is how I'm gonna do huh? this. Like that's crazy. When you know, that's a bit crazy. You know. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess Shay- Shailene got into his head. Yeah. So this is what we're gonna do for holiday. Maybe he's gonna go as Shailene Woodley. Ooh, there you go. Maybe he's. Yeah. Maybe she's been growing out a beard. Maybe. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. He showed showed up in his. Uh, you know, maybe he. He has a tank top on every like, day on his show. Got, oh yeah, yeah. On his show, that makes sense because he's got that whole warehouse that, yeah. that he's doing on the show. But I thought, on uh, you think he'd like? Well, he wore shorts at his own wedding, I guess. So that makes more sense. So, 
What else you got? So what? So he was bugging. They he was bugging. he was afraid that the Patriots were 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 bugging his locker for information. Mm-hmm. Absolute mm. possibility. Yeah, oh, without doubt. <laughs> and then apparently Eli brought up, you know, when the Patriots played in the Super Bowl in Indianapolis. And basically, oh yeah, like, Eli hey, played there about too. Going back to your own facility. Um, since they practiced at your facility all week, were you nervous going back there the next year and thinking like, oh, maybe they got this bug too? Oh, I didn't even but. think about. It. Yeah, that's true. Uh, week one, uh, when that Peyton and Eli had their show, they had Ray Lewis on, and it was kind of funny because I forget the amount that Eli said, but he said, "Ray, I got a question for you. Would you rather have two million dollars or Peyton's helmet full of quarters?" And Ray Lewis goes, "I'll take the helmet." <laughs> Because his noggin's so big, Eli's constantly yeah. talking about Peyton's forehead. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. It is. It's huge. But, yeah, Ray yeah. Lewis is like, I'll take Peyton's helmets full of quarters over $2 million for sure. <laughs> huh. Oh. Hey, speaking of uh, sure things. Haters. Haters. Taters. Hot taters. That's right. It's time for the surest thing in podcasting served up for your consumption. Smother covered, chopped, and chewed. Rowdy. Hey. Rowdy, my friend, how are you? Good. How much am I winning oh these boy. days? We'll so get much. to it, but boy, you're you're stacking it up. Yeah, stacking it, stacking it right up. Somebody's stacking it up. They might be stacking your money somewhere else, <laughs> but... Uh, needless to say, it's it was a rough week for you. It was oh. similar to week one, but it was a rough week. Um, how, how's life otherwise, my friend? Uh, well, I got this cricket in the basement. Oh, my goodness, that's terrible. First time I'm hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so bad. Anyway, let me tell you what happened last week. We're going to go over last week's scores uh, here, buddy. Um, it wasn't the best week you've ever had, but... Uh, not, not bad. Weren't the worst. Maybe. What's the worst? No, I've seen worse. I have literally seen worse. So last week you had uh, Thursday night. You had the uh, New York Football Giants winning over the Washington Football Team. Unfortunately, that was a loss for you, buddy. Uh, the football team came out and beat the Giants, twenty-nine to thirty. So that's uh, pretty. Wait, they beat them twenty-nine to thirty. Mm-hmm. 29 is a smaller number than 30. Yes, yes. So they have 30. Oh, I well, see, it. I would have I said they beat them 30, 30 to 29. Yeah. yeah, you would. And everyone I mean, unless, else would Is there a too. sports reason to not say it that way? <laughs> no. Yeah, because Washington was at home, so I read the home score last. See, that's dumb. You always read who wins first. I agree. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> I mean, is this like standard nomenclature? Uh, sure. It's something. Because once I figure out my one whole golf course idea, <laughs> I might have to get on this, this one. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the way I would read it. I, was, I would always read the home team last, but I can, I can flip it around for you. Home, winning, you want the winning score first? Yes. Okay, I got that. Like God made it. Mm, right. Mm. <clears throat> yes, as it was intended. Sunday, 1 o'clock, you had the Rams beating the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. Our mm. home team. You picked against them. Yeah. Correct. Good news. Rams won. Bad yeah, news. of course. Didn't, didn't cover. See, but that doesn't count. We decided nope. that. No, we didn't decide that. That we are picking against the spread. Okay, well, I'm going to count this as a win. Okay, you do that on your sheet, but I'm going to count it as an L here. 27-24. Uh, the primetime game, Atlanta-Tampa Bay. Wait, real quick. Tampa Bay. Real quick. Yeah. He covered on the Giants. It's three and a half. Giants plus three and a half. Oh, it was Giants plus Yeah, that's covered. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. Well, well. Well, well, that changes everything. Uh, Atlanta, Tampa Bay. You had Tampa Bay minus 12. That was a win for you, buddy. Okay. They've won 48-25. Uh, Sunday in the primetime game, 
This might go down as one of the best games of the year. It's wild. Kansas City, the Chiefs go all the way to Baltimore. Baltimore was a three and a half point home underdog. You picked KC. That's going to be an L because Kansas City lost the game 36-35. So, unfortunately, that's an L for you. Finally, Monday night, Green Bay, Detroit in the frozen tundra. You had Green Bay minus 11 and a half. You actually won that one. They won by 18 points, 35-17. Green Bay definitely covered that one. So for the week, three and two. Three and two. Rowdy, Not bad. on okay. your $5 bets, you bet a dollar per yeah. game, five yeah. games. And I hope these, I mean, you you probably got like a 401k or something, right, Rowdy? And so you kind of understand return on investment a little bit. Uh at least, right? On your $5 bets, mm-hmm. you your total winnings were $5.65. Hey, there you go. You're plus, okay, plus 65 cents on the week. That's slow and steady. What is slow that? Slow and steady. 13% uh, return ROI. That's not bad. That beats, uh, that beats the Dow for this year, right? Not really. I think they're up like 35%. So are you ready to pick this week's games? Sure, let's do it. You've done your research. You you know where you're at. Um, and he uh, likes yeah. the matchups. <laughs> yeah, the matchups are strong this week. We've got some pretty low. Uh, we got some pretty low totals this week, though. Okay. I will, I will warn you of that. So first off, we have Carolina, the Panthers go all the way to Houston to face the Texans. Tyrod Taylor, the starting quarterback of Houston, might be out. I think he is. So I don't know who I don't know who they're gonna have play. I don't know. AJ AJ like, McCarron. Probably, yeah. Also, I think he's a Raider. Uh, I think we covered this a little earlier in the year. <clears throat> Carolina is the team with their new quarterback Sam Darnold, who came over from the New York Jets. They asked him to draw the Carolina Panthers. Oh logo. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the Carolina Panthers Oh, team man, that was something. That we're talking about. Carolina plus eight. Rowdy, who you got? Uh, I'll go with Dan Sarnold and the Carolina oh, Panthers. Oh, way right. team? So I'm going to say this. Uh, I forgot to mention this before. We're going to do a, a bit inside of a bit. I've got, we've got hot taters going on, but I'm going to go preheating. I've actually picked who I think Rowdy's going to pick. Oh, I yeah. like it. How'd I do? How'd I do on this one? Uh, you have you picked Carolina, and I thought that you would pick Carolina. Oh, okay. Way team. And is. why? Why is that? Because of the Sam Darnold drawing. Uh, okay, see, but you, you led me to that. So you're doing psychological warfare here. Yes, correct. It's like some MK Ultra action here. Yeah. I, actually, I don't know how I feel the, about this. On the spreadsheet, I have my pick in uh, in italics, and then I put over on another column why I think you're going to pick that. <laughs> because, you're, because you're swaying Oh, I love vote. it. I see it exactly. now. I love this. Oh, this is a whole <laughs> yeah. new facet. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next one. So now you have to decide how you're going to pick, knowing that I've also picked your picks. Oh, I love this. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the first, I'm going to go with the first one. Okay. Carolina. Sunday, 1 p.m., we've got the Indianapolis Colts, our home team, uh, with a possibly banged-up Carson Wentz if he plays with a very fragile... Not a chance. Uh, with his very fragile mm-hmm. ankles. Going to Tennessee, the Titans, uh, the AM, defending AFC South champs. Tennessee is a five-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Rowdy, who you got? Yeah, it's not going to be the Colts. Definitely not. <laughs> And and if you look over there in the column as to why he was going to pick, it just Tennessee. says not Colts. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're a soothsayer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sunday. In Listen, the I, like I can't this. be domesticated. Like okay, yeah. he, he is not. I can't be domesticated. That's true. I can be predicted. Obviously, but not tamed. <laughs> but, yeah, but not tamed. Right. I just want right. to say that there's a difference. We know how he's going to be wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, will be, I will be wild in very predictable ways. But you know what else? You know what else is? Wild animals. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Right? Animals. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they say like never corner a cat, right? So you know, yeah, you know that by They're experience. Wild. Yeah, Don't they give that. you tips like this is what you do if you see a black bear, if right? You see a bear, punch yeah. it in the That's nose. True. Black yeah. bears yeah. punch. Grizzly bears, mm-hmm. you're dead. You're yeah. dead. You're gone. Black yeah. bears don't just all of a sudden start throwing boulders yeah. at you. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, 4 p.m. Miami goes to the black hole that is Las Vegas to visit the Raiders. Ugh. Raiders are 2-0. and They're kind of like the surprise team, especially mm. in the AFC. They're hot to death they're right good now. This year. Yeah, they are. Well, because they're they're, they're they're like excited about the new that new stadium, new stadium and all yeah. that. The they got something to prove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, they got some momentum. Yeah. yeah. My, in Miami, Miami I will tell have? you this. Their starting quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa, broken ribs. Broken ribs. Yep. Defense has been very good, but Las Vegas has found a way. They to, beat to the, score, the so. Ravens and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Ra- hmm. Raiders are minus four uh, on this one. Roddy, who you got? Uh, I guess I'm going to go with the Raiders. And what's the explanation? Raiders. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's what I have so far. This one was tricky. Sunday, primetime, your 8 p.m. game, the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers and his commitment to the bit. So you're all trying to sway me. Yeah. All the way through. Mm-hmm. He really wants me to pick it's, the Packers. It's facing San Francisco. This was actually in Levi's Stadium, which is ranked... Per your rankings, Rowdy, one of the worst NFL teams. <laughs> yeah, that's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> They've got Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. They've got Debo Samuel. They've got Brandon Ayuk. They've got an unbelievable defense. Uh, they've got Kyle Shanahan making the play calls. San Francisco, minus three and a half at home. Rowdy, who you got? Wait, they're saying they predict San Francisco to lose? No, to win by home. three and a half. To win by three and a half. Which they don't have half points, so they're predicting them to win by four. They always round up, huh? Yep. Um, yes. Well, you, because you can't score the half point. So. Not yet until they meddle with the scores. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna like go that. with the I'm gonna go with the Packers. And and any reason why you might do that? Uh, I, I just think water is life. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think they're, they're owned by the fans, right? That's right. Yes, that's true. And that's about it. Okay. Well, I, it's because I, had... I know a fact about them, and I don't know a fact about the 49ers. There you go. <laughs> uh, I had Green Bay as your pick there. And finally, Monday in prime time, the, the Monday night football game, you've got the Philadelphia Eagles and future Hall of Famer Jalen Hurts going up against America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. And they're uh, currently, I don't know, their offense is a little off right Zeke now. sucks. Uh, it's the Tony Pollard show in Dallas. But unbelievable, unbelievable wide receivers uh, in CD and Amari. Yeah. Uh, both of which, didn't they both come from Alabama? Huh? Was CD from Alabama? Oh, he's like, cutting um, I don't know where he's from. Okay. Amari's from Miami, I think. Okay, gotcha. So Philadelphia or Dallas? Dallas is a four-point favorite, so you'd lay four on that one. Rowdy, who you got? Uh, I'm going Eagles. Ooh, Eagles. Dude. So just so... Snoop. So, uh, five for five. Five for five, yep. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> so. And what the hell? Rowdy picked three away teams this week. Uh-huh, yeah. Just mixing it up. Yeah, just changing it up. So, to recap, oh, place these very bets. quickly before before I have to run upstairs and get my uh, my charger. You've got <laughs> Carolina going to Houston. You're going to take the plus eight on that one because of Sam McDonald's drawing. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis going to Tennessee. You've got the Tennessee Titans minus five and a half because they're not the Colts. Yes. Miami goes to Las Vegas. Uh, minus four for Las Vegas. You've got Las Vegas because of the Raiders. Sunday in primetime, you've got the uh, Green Bay Packers visiting the San Francisco 49ers, plus three and a half. You've got Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and the fans. And finally, on Monday, the Monday game, you've got Philadelphia over Dallas, plus four, because they're not Dallas. And roll tide. Sure. Uh, yeah. Boomer Sooner. That's what Oof. I gotta say. 
I do think it's weird that they're focusing on the fact that Jalen Hurts went to Oklahoma for a year. For a year, and he was I've at Alabama of, for what? Two and a half years. Three. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has a degree from where, Alabama. Hmm. In Oklahoma, probably, right? Or did he not get the No, I think he just did one year grad work at Oklahoma. Hey, Rowdy, as always, thanks for playing. Hey, uh, I, I have to. Taters. All right, so next up, uh, in food news, uh, in a surprising turn of events, recently a New York Giants fan... Uh, went and got a, a hot dog to, to, to snack on and went ahead and put some ketchup on that thing. And then luckily, before he took a bite, looked down and realized there were maggots in his oh ketchup. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Only um, in New York. So the, uh, the MetLife Stadium concessions provider said that the... Uh, the contaminated ketchup dispenser had been thrown out and that this was an isolated incident. Of course. Um, and that they take the sanitation of their facilities extremely seriously. Um, and so they are now increasing the availability of single-serve condiment packets. Now, here's the thing that's the kind of freaky. Shortage. If you just type in, Remember the ketchup shortage? If you shortage? just type in... Yeah, no. there was a, there's a ketchup package shortage mm, due what? to COVID. It's because they're all in my mom's uh, drawers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you got a condiment drawer? I do. Speaking of people who are all in your mom's drawers, yeah. I'm sorry. Now, the last time I was over there, I did notice a lot of ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. So here's the freaky thing. If you just type in maggot ketchup... This is not, a, this is not an uncommon event. What? Uh, there is a story from 2018. Seriously? Yeah, there's a story from 2018 where they're they show up in McDonald's. Huh? Um, oh. They're like, are, yeah. these are all the in like, the open container, the pumps, right? In the in pumps. The, the, remember yeah. at Costco, the onion crank. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was another one where it was just someone who on a Reddit that was talking about finding it in uh, uh, finding it in a restaurant ketchup bottle. Um, people in, uh, people, people found maggots, uh, in England in their, in their ketchup. So, uh, here's the thing, maybe, man, it's tough because yeah, you don't want to go with the single serve thing, but maybe, maybe you want the, like, I guess with restaurants they refill you, you those least, right at restaurants they usually, refill them well yeah because they're refilling they're probably refilling yeah. it from a pump aren't yeah, they yeah or a big bag but of I it or two, whatever but I have some questions here mm-hmm. first off how do maggots survive in ketchup because like isn't it a high acidic high vinegar hmm concoction like it would seem like this is not the well, I guess there's a lot of sugar, right? So they have something yeah. they can, like, munch on. Yeah. And as long yeah, as there's I mean, oxygen just... in the in the whatever they're in, I would guess it would it would they they could survive. But how do you get maggots mm-hmm. in there, right? Maggots aren't maggots just primarily they like breed or they're like hatched on meat. Yeah, uh, they'll maggots are in anything. Are they in anything? Yeah. I, mean, I thought they were meat uh, priority meat things. That may not be correct, but that's what I've always thought. No, I think, I think a, yeah, anything, any hot trash. Maybe yeah, anything yeah. that stank. Uh, maybe they're just big fans of lycopene. Mm, yeah, I yeah. don't know, but yeah, I think like you've got the if you have those big dispensers. Um, the uh, these things were. Mo- Did uh, you watch the video? The, the f- they were moving. Oh yeah, they were like alive. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah I mean, but the but the um, you know the the flies could easily fly up in those ketchup dispenser. Oh, the, pu- um, the nozzles. 
Mm, well, see, yeah. here's the problem. Yeah. What are you doing putting ke uh, ketchup on a dog? That was going to yeah. be my second that, point. That, Why mean, are you, you putting ketchup it. on a hot dog? You deserve dog? it. Yeah. yeah, right. What are you doing putting ketchup Agreed. on a hot dog? Are, do you put ketchup on a hot dog, Rowdy? You're kind of like, you're, you're my hot dog uh, aficionado. Just mustard. You mustard. If mustard. I put ketchup yeah. on a hot dog, it's a secondary condiment, or maybe a maybe a third condiment. Uh, okay. I will do mustard but, and relish before I'll do ketchup. Roddy, you said mustard or nothing. You're right. What kind of mustard? Yellow. Uh, I mean, yeah, usually just yellow. Yeah, what are you doing putting must or putting ketchup on a hot dog? You're a heathen. Is that a normal thing for a New Yorker? Maybe to that's. Do? I'm sorry, a New Jersey. Maybe New yeah, Jersey maybe guy? Jersey people. That's like you know how Chicago you get the tomato slices and the hot pepper. Maybe a mm -hmm. Jersey a dog yeah. is ketchup. Hmm, that seems disgusting. I don't. I don't hate ketchup. I know there are some people who don't like ketchup, or feel like you age out of ketchup. Ketchup. I don't hate ketchup. Ketchup to me at this point in my life is a cooking ingredient like you what like you like, put a, like if you heat up if you put a bunch of ketchup in a bowl and you heat it up then you have tomatoes no 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 like when you're like <laughs> hey, thank when you, you're Robbie. making when you're making meatloaf you put a little ketchup in it or when you're making mm -hmm. sloppy mm -hmm. joes you put a little ketchup in it like it's mm. a cooking ingredient it's not necessarily a topping yeah i mean i still like it with fries i don't like yeah. it with maggots no, never like mustard on fries is good. Mayonnaise on fries is good, especially if they got a yeah, little whole yeah. mayo on it. Mm -hmm. Mustard on tots is superior. Mm. It just seems weird. Like, what are you doing? Put in two things. Like, how the how the maggots get in there? Because I just didn't think they could survive. In some well, we solved it. The it's the nozzle. They're in the nozzle. It's the nozzle. Yeah, I know that's how they get in. It just doesn't seem like something that you would. Want, I mean, clearly these are not Tom Brady. No, this uh, Tom Brady, like there ain't no nightshade pump at Tom Brady's house. Right, right. But clearly this dude right. had terrible timing, and he uh, pumped out some ketchup on his dog, which probably cost like $13, right after a fly went in there and dumped off some maggots. Mm. Let's, here's, let's... Here's, here's a question. Okay, I don't know if you guys remember in... Like, this might actually be a lot bigger story than what we're realizing. I don't know if you guys remember in biology class in high school, the idea of... Oh, I remember. Uh, the idea of spontaneous generation. Yeah, man. Where, where back, where back yep. in the day, people thought that maggots... Yep. They didn't associate maggots with flies. They just thought that maggots grew out of dead Oops. meat. And so right. uh, then Louis Pasteur invented the, the flask with the yep. kind of uh, curved yep. neck, heated, heated it up, heated, uh, heated it up, uh, and then removed uh, the, the neck from one, so it's just open to the elements, and in the other it had this long kind of tapering curved I do remember this. glass yep. thing. And the and the uh, and inside was just like some kind of like I don't know soup or I don't know something something organic, and then the the one that had the open neck, that's what the that's what the bacteria and, and flies or whatever started growing in. The other one didn't. Right. But here's here's the deal: these ketchup dispensers are pretty much like a Louis Pasteur flask. So mm -hmm. I think that what we might be seeing is maybe he was wrong. Maybe maggots wow. do spontaneously generate. Wow. Because you're right. It's an acidic environment. There's not a lot of oxygen in, in there. Right. Probably. And I would assume that the nozzle went all the way down to the bottom. So if you're sucking up mm -hmm. maggots, these maggots have been like, these maggots are completely... Not if they're just, uh, but not if they're just in the nozzle, and they get pushed out. Well, that I mean, makes here, too much here, sense. Here, here's, here's Stop the thing. it. Also, Stop these people right that now. believed in spontaneous—what's it called? Spontaneous. Spontaneous. They generation. also believed in immaculate conception, right? This would yeah, be the era. Too. Yeah, where did babies yeah. come it's from? It's magic. 
science. Right. It's the dark yeah. magic. Um, well, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the only other hard theory I can think of is maybe who, who could maybe, say? M- maybe it's not the um, stadium's fault anyway because if because I think you have to either say it's either spontaneous generation is real or um, the maggots, the f- if, if you do believe the theory that maggots come from flies laying eggs, um, then those eggs had to have come from the ketchup supplier. So maybe we ought to be uh, going to John Kerry's house. Yes, Heinz. And, and Heinz. Trying, to, trying to figure out what's going on with the the... the ketchup factory. Maybe they ought to just serve... It sounds like they've got fly eggs yeah, in there. Maybe they ought to just ketchup. serve Madison County's own red gold and get rid of that high. Well, there you yeah. go. That's true. So, yeah, I think it could be a ketchup quality control issue. You know, obviously if McDonald's is having this issue, stadiums are having McDonald's this issue. McDonald's uses hunts. And, and, and you gotta you got to think, this is probably happening a lot more than we realize, because you just kind of get the ketchup, you don't even really look down at it, and Oh, everybody's know. definitely eaten maggots before, for sure. Everybody. Oh, for sure. Oh, everybody. Yeah. yeah, I just don't think, uh, yeah, I just don't think this, I don't know how else they would have shown up. I like how you l- tried to uh, just narrow it down to some sort of binary here, Rowdy. It's either like you have to believe in in magic or you know some what that sort just of proves? bad Bad Rowdy's process. 100% American. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, true. You know, to if you if blame you back, industry or mm-hmm. magic. If if you went back, you know, 40,000 years Whoa. ago and showed okay. uh, showed ancient civilizations ketchup, they would our be like science, our science, our science. on my dog. They would be like, this is magic. So. I is think it, for, is it whatever, is it magic, dude. You can go back to science? yesterday. I still think most of yeah. science is magic. Yeah. So yeah, is it magic or is it just that my science is beyond your ability to understand? Yeah, which makes it magic. magic it's either yeah. it's either one or the other. <laughs> it's there's only two choices. Either you're complete, yeah. you being completely perplexed by this means it's magic, or you understand the scientific theories behind it, which is still right. made up because it's a theory. Now it's based on. A lot of provable experiments. Uh, Yeah, uh, observation. But sure. Ultimately, it's invented. It's made up. Yeah, yeah. The explanation is yeah. The conclusion. Are we done? You know what's you know what's not a theory though. What? Yeah. That Carson Wentz is friendly. Yeah, Yeah. we're out of time. But first of all, Carson Wentz sucks. He always will suck. And how do you sprain two ankles? Like, do you sprain yeah. one ankle and then because you're trying to overcompensate while spraining said ankle A, you then mm-hmm. sprain ankle B? Like, does it, it has yeah. to happen like sequentially, right? What happened? Yeah, I mean, one of them, it, it's so funny, uh, oddly, it didn't happen on the field when the offense was on the field. He was actually doing like, uh, kick flips and ollies. He was practicing. <laughs> he was doing Japan the airs off the bench. Line. And he was Japan airs. Yeah, he was doing Japan airs off the bench. And actually, that's how he well, fell. Well, I mean, hey. his ankles, ankles, yeah. ankles. I mean, what? It was not. It had nothing to do with football. It was just like I was on a jet ski and yeah. I fell off the back. Like, I think this is a conspiracy to get uh, Eason out there. Doesn't he? And so he's from North yeah. Dakota. I don't. He's I, a bison, I don't know he's, right? But like, this is, yeah, this is like prime dairy. And country. like that dude like never stepped on a that dude never stepped good. on a prairie dog hole and twisted his ankle. Like, get over it, exactly. bro. Exactly. No. That's weak That's sauce. That's why uh, the other people in his the other people in his community was like, "You're soft. You should be a football player." Yeah. Because clearly you're not going to cut no, him as a or a fracker. Player. Yeah. Yeah. Get the or hell out of here. <laughs> or a yeah. Fracker. Get the hell out of here. All right. Well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey Jr., Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Real Boy quick of the aside, Week is... you never see maggots in Polynesian sauce. Just saying. Ball Boy of the Week. Yeah. It... Right. Well, that's yeah, prayers. That's, that's Jesus. 
is a uh, gentleman, <laughs> uh, the catcher for the Kansas City Royals, a gentleman named Salvador Perez, who just broke the record, hitting 46 home runs, the most home runs ever in one season by a catcher, breaking Johnny Bench's record of the Big Red Machine, uh, Cincinnati Reds uh, fame, Johnny 45. Bench. Now, we w- we're not going to talk about how he's wow. a DH and he hit 15 home runs while he was DHing. That is not part of this. Sal Perez, 46 home runs and counting, most ever by a catcher. Pretty it's, unbelievable. I mean, he's had an unreal uh, season. Yeah, unbelievable season. Congrats to Sal Perez. It's been a pretty good pretty good year for him. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com. With any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it?